Hi everybody, this is Reza. This is Sandy. Welcome back to episode 55 of the Stone Cold Silver Podcast. Happy New Year. It's yeah. 2016. Yeah, man. It's It seems like winter has finally come. It took it took uh, a solid, I guess, month longer than I expected, but it seems to be here in full swing. It is frigid outside, and I wouldn't know because I haven't been outside today. Neither have I. It we we went too hard last night <laughs> with video games. Oh man, it was so late. It was so. Late. It was funny because we we had a solid session from four p.m. because I got home back to New York yesterday. Yeah. And about an hour later, after I took care of some bills and some stuff, I go, "It's time to ride," and you were you were you were right there ready. And Always. we we played for a solid session, like a three hour session, something like that. And then you guys went off to Buffalo Wild Wings. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. And then I play some board games with my roommate and his girlfriend. And then it's like eleven o'clock, and I hit you up. I go, "All right, we're going again." And I didn't think that we were going to go as hard as we did for as long as we did. But we, I don't think we signed off until three o'clock in the morning. So it was it was later than that. It was supposed to be three, and it was like three thirty, I think. Um, got my first prestige done though. It might have been. It absolutely might have been. Yeah. Um, but yeah, happy New Year to everybody. I'm I'm. It's it should be a really exciting year. Um, how did you how did you feel at the end of 2015? Do you feel like you got everything done that you wanted to get done? Um, do you wish you did a little bit more? I I definitely accomplished a good bit, but I, I, I know that there's always things that I wish I could have done more of or done better of, that's for sure. Okay. Fair enough. Um I mean if we if we do like if we do macro breakouts of personal and professional I mean professional was a was a crazy year, right? Yeah. Started out at American Express working on a product and then ended 2015 at FanDuel working on another product, like on a separate product. <laughs> yeah. So, so that's a pretty big jump, and that was a that was a big win for me. Personal wise, um, if we break that out between like personal, personal, and then personal relationship stuff, mm-hmm. personal, personal was pretty good because uh, worked out a lot more, ate a lot more health. Ate more healthily, I guess. Had a healthier yeah, yeah. diet and regimen. Worked out a lot more than I did in 2014. And started cooking a lot. Good. Which, you know, through the through the gift of Blue Apron, whether or not you call it cooking, um, or just build, you know, sort of uh, gourmet Legos, <laughs> it, was, it was fun to learn how to cook a lot of new products and get more comfortable with ingredients. Yeah. But with relationships, I mean, you know, you you fell out of touch with people, you fell in touch and you got closer with other people. And I guess it's always just uh the Venn diagram of your relationships always shifts year on year, right? Yeah. And it's it's on you to decide whether or not the people that are in their current uh placement or position is where you want them to be mm-hmm. you know one of my new year's resolutions this year was to not fall off the map with certain people um and i sent that to a friend and she goes well i don't know about that one and 
I go, well, maybe for, for certain people, because I, I, I guess you can't, you can't just reintroduce yourself into people's lives across the board, right? Right. Because it's sort of a two-way, two-way street. You haven't heard from them. They haven't heard from you. It's, it's up to both parties, I think, to to want to cultivate something, and you know, I'm definitely doing my best or level best, or you know, giving it the old college try mm-hmm. to try and stay connected with the people that are important to me in my life. Yeah. Well, that's good. Yeah. Um, I think twenty. 2016 will be if I can maintain that professional trajectory of keep going up, that'll be fine. That'll be that'll be awesome. I think the biggest thing, and my parents would love to hear this, <laughs> is to is to, you know, potentially see if there's somebody out there to to be in a relationship with. I know it's not one of those things where you just you go to the terminal and you and you, and two people meet up and go, you want to do this? Sure. Um, but. You know, maybe maybe just putting myself out there more in 2016. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's good. Yeah, Options I think from a. And, um. Yeah, like building building a relationship. It's such a weird thing, or it's such a hard thing. I, I say weird thing maybe because um, the way I've always found myself, the way I, I've, I've ended up in relationships in my history in my past, mm-hmm. I've never like been like, hey. I'm actively going out and I want to find something like I've never been like, okay, I'm dating to find a girlfriend. It just kind of so happens that I end up hanging out with somebody. We just kind of hit it off and that might become my girlfriend at that point. That's just the way it's always been for me. Yeah. And I think, I think it's going to, for me, it's going to be a balance between, and I hate to use this sort of description, but I don't know. It makes sense to me. It's like finding car keys um whenever i used to lose my car keys i would just you know turn the house over you know i would never find it and then the second i stopped thinking about it for a minute it would just pop out mm-hmm. and i think there's been potentially on my side just overthinking it and overdoing it and wanting to be with someone just to be with them mm-hmm. and not realizing that that's that's probably not the best way to create a, or start a relationship with somebody um Maybe it's about you know making sure if you guys gel well together or or find it interesting enough to want to be with each other for for longer than you know a short amount of time. Yeah. So I'm gonna I'm gonna try and figure out where on the dial I need to put my efforts, like how to calibrate that, you know. Right. And you know you're still I'm still on all these ridiculous dating apps. <laughs> um. Oh, did I? I think I told you this uh, a few. I want to say like a week ago or two weeks ago. What happened was, I bought the premium version to OkCupid. Did I tell you about that? It I was. Yeah, I think you did. I'm sitting there thinking when you told me about you were you were thinking about the premium version of LinkedIn. Two very different apps. Yeah. So to, to everybody out there, the premium version of LinkedIn is actually super worth it. You can see a lot more information with each of your searches. You can visit people's profiles and not really, you know, leave it, leave that digital trail. I guess you can do that in the basic version, but the premium version of LinkedIn just super outclasses the standard version of LinkedIn. It's one of those rare apps where the paywall, like you want to be on the opposite side of the paywall. Yeah. Now with OkCupid, what had happened was I woke up. 
at like four in the morning. And for some reason, I decided, you know what, let me just check my email real quick. And I was looking around, and then I was just like popped open OKCupid because somebody sent me a message. And the first thing I get hit with is, uh, hey, do you want to spend, you know, this amount of money on the, I guess the pro version, right, of uh, of OKCupid? Mm -hmm. And I go, no. But then I kept looking at it, I go, well, maybe. And then... uh. It was like, okay, you can either pay for it. I think it was like a day or like maybe like a week, a month or six months. And I'm looking at the prices and I go, what? well, fuck, the six-month version is the cheapest version out of all of this. Right. So now I have six months of OkCupid Pro, um, which is interesting because it gives you a lot more filters. Uh, bef- uh, okay. For example, body type, attractiveness, all of a sudden starts to come into play. Yeah. Um, I can't tell you that it has been like a night and day difference. I can just tell you that that was the craziest, I guess, uh, irrational spend that I've done recently. <laughs> irrational. I love irrational spending. It's great. Oh, irrational spending is the best. It's just, yeah. I didn't think that I would be spending it on okay. Cupid nonsense. Fair enough. Yeah, it's fun though. Um, it's fun to just like check around, but I, I guarantee you this: when the six months comes up, there's no way I'm renewing it. <laughs> and I guess the interesting thing is, you ask yourself because I don't—I mean, you probably don't know this, but I've got okay, Cupid, Tinder, Hinge, Coffee Meets Bagel, Bumble, and the League all on my phone. Although there's like six different dating apps, so many. And I'm wondering, it is a lot. It is a lot. And it's fun to just sort of scroll through because you're, you're quote unquote connecting with people at an arm's length. I'm just wondering if it's just a healthy thing to continue to be on these things. I see. What are your thoughts on that? Um, I, that's kind of an interesting point that you say that I'm kind of just thinking about that and that whether it's a healthy thing to, whether it's healthy to be on all those dating apps. I wonder if anyone's ever really thought about that. Like, I guess obviously someone has to, but. Like what, what, what does that do to a person when you have so much access, you have this access to all these different peoples and when, so I guess the way I kind of think about it, like, do you ever watch that show on MTV called next? It was a dating yes. show. And it came on yes. all the time. Like after that was a school. great show. And so the premise of next, this show, um, basically there was one person who was, um, who, so there were, there was one person. And there were five people, right? So these five people, I think it was five, four or five people, whatever it was, on a bus. And none of these people knew each other. So you get on this bus and the first person gets called out to go out on a date with this other person. So if it's, you know, this person's a, a guy, then there would be five girls on the bus or vice versa. And so this person will get off the bus and go on a date with this with this other person, right? And I, th- I want to say there were like three different destinations that they, go- they could go to. And... If you got off the bus and you didn't look right, like you didn't, you, you didn't, you weren't like, you know, groundbreakingly beautiful or you're hanging out and, and you say something that you don't like, the person that everyone's trying to win, uh, will just say next. And that person will then have to go back on the bus and send the next person online out. And the premise of the show is basically. And just, and, and before you continue, there's been some hilarious moments in that show where a guy or a girl will walk off the bus yeah. and instantly 
the guy goes or girl goes next yeah. and it's just that's so ridiculous yeah i i also remember now that there was uh the people that were on the dates if you were a bus person you would get a dollar per minute that you were on a date you were on the date with the person that's right and at the very end if they if that person chose to go out on like a real like a second date with you they could either take the money and leave or they can go out on the second date with you and, and leave the money and people have definitely taken the money. Um, yeah, there are people that would take the money. Like, it would be like 50 bucks, they would take the money. Um, and the thing is, the reason why I, I say like the dating world kind of reminds me of this is because there are so many different people. It's almost like you have your own bus, but it's filled with infinite people. And um, if you decide that you, you want to stay with somebody, then that means you're not going to be able to see who else is on that bus, like who else is out there, if there's anybody better. The only thing is, as soon as you... If you decide that you want to see what else is out there, you can end up leaving something really great behind. And yeah, absolutely. That did happen a lot on the show where people were really hitting it off. It, that person was the first one on the bus, and they would say, "You know what? I'm re- like, I really do like you, but I'm really curious about who else is on that bus. So I'm gonna have to say next." Um. But yeah, like I, I, I so I, I know I went on a bit of a tangent there, but in terms of like healthy. Like, is this, is, is, is dating this, these many people, or I guess you're not dating these many people, but like having, having all these different apps. I don't know. I mean, I remember, I just think it's funny when, whenever you're, whenever you're on Tinder all the time, you haven't really done it like you used to, but there was a time about a year or two ago where you would just be like Tindering real hard. And one of our friends, Justin, you guys were playing a game of Madden together. And he says like, he, he's like, cause he's, he doesn't play like uh, football games very much. And you are just like demolishing him. And meanwhile, when he's trying to like figure out the perfect play, you like pick your play and you just start Tinder. You start swiping left and right in between plays. Yeah. And he was saying how much he hates it. I don't think you really do it like that <laughs> anymore. But he was so mad when it happened. Yeah, it was. Uh, it's 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 funny. It's it's the there's some psychological bent to it where it's just really addictive to just swipe left and right. Uh. Even on Bumble, which I kind of am on right now, what's interesting is you can, you know, just swipe left to say no, swipe right to say yes. And, you know, have we just eschewed all any sense of trying to make some kind of connection with people? Yeah. You know, it used to be I was talking about this over the break and it was I was at this New Year's Eve party with my dad and his boss and all of like these really awesome people call it a salon because everyone's in different things and I was talking to this one guy who recently retired and he was talking about what it's like to date right now because he's been married for 30 years Yeah. and I go you know it used to be that you'd go out you'd meet somebody you have a conversation and you'd see if you could hit it off and you want to see if you want to meet again and he goes yeah that's how we did it you know you just you go out you'd be at some kind of you know place or thing and you'd see somebody you go up and you say something mm-hmm. and he goes yeah you just you required people to be more forward. And nowadays it seems like everyone gets to hide behind a screen and just make judgments on other people. But then you see, you meet those same people in real life and it's just a shell of who they might be in terms of whatever their digital brand is. You know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. And I go, now it, it becomes not only that, but you have like 20 seconds, not even to make, not even twenty seconds. You have three seconds. Like the, the the pace at which I am swiping through people right now. Yeah. Not even tapping on their name or information. Half not a even. Tr- 
It's half a second. Yeah. It's you know, was a was is a picture nice? Do you look nice? Do I like the other pictures that I'm seeing? And it's just boom, you're gone. And these are just people's lives that you're just sort of dismissing one way or the other. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I, I wonder. I I constantly wonder whether whether uh, like like Tinder or whatever those apps are. Like if I would have used them had I not found Elena. Um, because you know before we started dating, those apps didn't exist yet. I don't even think I had a smartphone until we started dating. Like I got I got my first smartphone like a week before we went on our first date. Well, that that, that was that was a good move. <laughs> that was a good move. It was all coming up spades that week for you. Mm-hmm. But like I, I, yeah. I know more and more people nowadays that have met their significant other on, uh, well, like eHarmony or OkCupid, different dating sites. Don't really know anybody that has like a significant other that they met on Tinder. But I feel like no, I know people. Okay, you do. Okay, yeah. I, I just feel like with Tinder, the, the, um, maybe the mindset of people is a little bit different. I just feel like if you're on OkCupid or, or like eHarmony or any of those other dating websites where you have to fill these, you know, massive surveys to create a profile, people are just a lot more committed and they're, they're, you know, in general looking for a relationship. Whereas Tinder is kind of just a thing that people do almost in their pastime nowadays. Um, and I wonder how many people actually, cause you know, again, I don't use it, but like, I guess I'll ask you like, how often do you actually have conversations with people nowadays when you match up with someone? And are they like long I mean, conversations? Cause I feel like with the amount, if like the amount that you used to use it, at least you could have been having conversations with like 50 different women in this, in a given day. I, I had a lot of conversations going and one of the girls that I met that we went on the, that, that black, not that black, well, I guess the, the Afro-Caribbean girl that I went uh-huh. on those dates with a while back, we met up on Tinder and we, our conversation went way back. Like we were talking for like th- a month on Tinder because we kept traveling. Yeah. And we met up finally and it was I remember that being one of the longer conversations. Like we there were dozens and dozens of messages going back and forth. Yeah. But there's other ones that are really, really short, you know? Like you say something, the other person's saying something, and then depending on what time of the day it is, you know, you kinda just get right down to business. It's like, listen, we all know why we're on Tinder right now. Yeah. Have you so, talked to that girl recently, by the way? No. No. Okay. Maybe she's just angry because the Eagles season is a dumpster fire. <laughs> uh, you want to talk about football? All of our seasons are a dumpster fire. <laughs> the Chargers, the Colts, the Eagles. Yeah. Every Everybody that I know that like, really cares about a specific team, just or it's all it's all over. It's just mayhem it's this all year. Over. 20, yeah, 2015 was a bad year for sports. It, it was a rough For us, at least. For, for us. Yeah. Um, what else? So, so yeah, I'm just wondering if, uh, but you're right though with the, with the eHarmony and the OkCupid, if you are answering a lot more questions Mm -hmm. that it does seem like you are more committed to finding something that's a little bit more serious. Yeah. And so we'll see. I haven't, I haven't gotten on eHarmony yet. Um, but, but maybe, I don't know. Who knows? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I guess I always wonder what the difference is between the different sites. I guess it's just really who, who signs up for what. Just nothing really. Um, yeah. Yeah, a couple of my friends. I know one girl that got married. She met her. She met her now husband on one of those sites. Don't know which one, but one of those sites. And then um, 
one of my really good friends from college, he met his girlfriend on, on again, uh, I think OkCupid, actually. But. Really? Yeah. Yeah. So I know a few people who've met, who've met their girlfriends or boyfriends or husbands or wives now on those sites. I think it's interesting. I think it's really useful because it's just a place where two people that are interested in looking for a relationship can kind of find each other where they otherwise wouldn't. Like I, I always, I remember like talking about this with, uh, uh you remember Rodney, Rodney Zoo? We would talk back yeah. in high school or we, sorry, when we were in college, we would, we would chat on like aim or, or whatever it was that we were using at the time. And he was just like, you know, where do you meet girls anyway? Like I, like, you know, you hear people say that, you know, you don't want to meet a girl at a bar, but where otherwise do you really meet someone if it's not in a class, maybe like, you know, get togethers, like, you know, meet with some friends and they have, they have people over, which is possible. But I, I remember hearing people say like, oh, you know, at the grocery store or at the library or at the gym. And I, and like for me, when I'm at those different places, the last thing I'm really looking to do is speak with somebody. So if somebody comes over and starts talking to me, not really going to respond well to that. Right. Because cause you're out there doing your thing right now. You're yeah. running errands. You're not trying to engage. Yeah, exactly. I'm not, you know, maybe a short, quick conversation, but, you know, I'm not, it's just a little weird. Like if I'm at the library, I'm studying. That's the worst place to speak to me. I'm, I'm either studying or I'm reading something or whatever. Like, you know, no. The grocery store. Just no. Yeah, just, just no. The gym, I'm getting my workout in. I'm usually pretty exhausted and just like, you know, I just, I'm, I'm so focused on my workout. Again, the gym is kind of like, you know, a no. The, the grocery store is probably a little better, but you never know. You could just be in a rush. <laughs> Dude, how do you, how do you start a conversation with somebody at the grocery store? <laughs> I don't know. Like, that's the thing. What do you do? Like, looking at the canned food, I'm like, hey, you know. You should probably try, you know, the Heinz beans instead of, the, you know, the other one, the bushes or whatever. Like, it's not, you know, terrible conversation starter. Yeah. Terrible conversation starter. Clearly, I don't know what I'm doing because I haven't thought this through enough. But I'm sure there's a way to make it work. Yeah, it's crazy to think. I mean, obviously, people have done it before. Um, one of the women that I used to work with, her now husband, they met on a plane. Oh, wow. And... He was sitting behind her, and at that point in her life, she he was not her type at all. She was looking for like guys that were over like six foot, that were sports guys, that were broy, and then this, you know her now husband was none of those things. You know, definitely shorter than six foot, a little bit nerdy. Um, and when they got off the plane, he sort of not. He followed her in a sense um, to the cab stand, and they split a cab, struck up a conversation, and then they started going out. And now they're married for five years. Like I guess, you know, those types of meetings do happen. It's, uh, I think, f- the reason why I bring that up is, you know, not only are we trying to figure out who, you know, where, rather where we're trying to meet people but the types of people we think are good for us because we all think that we have a type, right? Um, it's like, oh, these are the types of girls or guys that I'm really interested in. But then you come to find out that a lot of people who had these types ended up falling for people that were drastically outside that criteria set. Mm-hmm. And it's just what's interesting to me is that people are – the the reason why I give that sort of uh, – why I acknowledge that is you know, people who 
and it's a totally weird reason, but I, I liken it to people who accomplish a lot professionally, and a lot of it is because they they took the roundabout way to get to where they are, and they never said no to new experiences. And I think that when we try and you know limit the types of people that we're looking or willing to meet with to a certain set of criteria, you know they have to be blonde or they have to be brunette, they have to have you know a certain set of eyes or you know long hair, short hair, and then you you realize that oh you're 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 using either the wrong criteria or you're really limiting yourself with the criteria that you do have to something that is arguably a lot more important, you know, personality and whether or not they share the same values with you. And then you realize that you're, you're really looking for not only just someone to, you know, have fun with, but someone to just, you know, share the rest of your life with. And that requires more than just how they look. Absolutely. And, and so I'm thinking, you know, maybe, maybe I need to be a little bit more open about, you know, the types of girls that I, I think are my type. Yeah, I hear you. I guess that's one thing I've always wondered about or thought was interesting about like Tinder as well because you're really going just off those looks and when you have a certain type or if you say you have a specific type then you just kind of brush other people away. You just, there's a lot of missed opportunities. Yeah. Um I remember so I I always tell this to Lana, she gets mad whenever I bring it up, but one one of our early like dates like we really we got together really early in our relationship, right? She came over to my place I think I like picked up some Chinese food for us and we're just watching TV. And, uh, she like, she asked me, she's like, so, you know, what's your type? And I'm like, I don't really have a type. You know, I, I, I don't like to, I don't like to sit there and discriminate and say that there's, I'm not going to date somebody because they look this way or they don't look this way. Um, I think plenty of people of all sorts of races and, and, you know, sizes and, different hair and eye color i think they can be very attractive so i don't really like to say that i have a specific type and then she just went on this she like kind of said no i, I think you know this is your type like and i'm just like what are you what are you talking about like I'm well, well what did she say right your type now. was she said that she thought she said that she thought my type was white girls and i'm like i'm with you right now right like how is that my type if i'm if i'm going out on a date with you i'm committed to hanging out with you i was just really frustrated i'm like i i, I um so I told her, I told her, or this really did almost happen. I, I kind of wanted to tell her that maybe she should just leave or something like that, you know? Wow. Can you yeah. imagine if you did? <laughs> it went on for a little bit. It was just like a really awkward conversation. I'm just like, I don't. But I she's don't not wrong to... though. Cause you were pretty heavily into white girls, right? Not really. Everyone I've been in, a, I've only been like three or four relationships in my life and the majority of them have been with black girls. So uh, it's not necessarily okay. true. And um, I was just annoyed. It's like, I don't know what you're trying to get at. I don't know what you're getting at with this conversation right now, because right. I'm, I'm literally hanging out with you. I've already told you how I feel about you. Um, so I don't even know why this is a com like why this is in a conversation, why you're trying to push it any more than you already have. Yeah. It just, it was just weird. Gotcha. Gotcha. Well, it was early. So I guess he's just trying to figure out like Super early. Yeah, if it's super early, then you know, I guess we're all. It was like a week. Yeah, we are. A week. Yeah, it was like maybe a week and a half to two weeks after we first dated. After we went on our first date, so. Ah, so I mean, all bets are off, right? Everything is out in the open. Yeah, yeah, everything's out in the open. Yeah, and I, I, you know, I certainly, I, you know, it, yeah, super early. It's not like if I told her that she should leave, it's not. It's not like I had to break up with her. We weren't at anything yet. We were just, you know, people that were. We'd gone out on a couple of days with each other. Yeah, and that then that, that's it. it. Yeah. So, 
oh man, it's funny that such an offhanded comment and then your reaction to it could sort of result in something. Yeah, yeah. Just massively the changing the course of history. <laughs> the only reason why I didn't ask her leave is just because I just, I didn't, I didn't have the courage to say it, I think. Oh, okay. I was like, this, I'm just going to sit here and let this be awkward, and then that'll probably be it, you know? Yeah. She'll go home. I probably will, you know. Well, I won't, She'll I won't, go home. Call her You'll start playing duty. It'll all be good. <laughs> It'll all be good, and that'll be that. Move yeah, on with my life. Move and on with three your years life. from now, I'll, I'll download Tinder, and I'll be swiping left and right with Sandy. Yeah. But aren't you glad? Aren't you glad in that one moment you didn't say anything? Yeah. Yeah. Very glad. A little bit. Yeah, that's interesting. So, I did want to ask you about your specific New Year's resolutions. Specific New Year's resolutions. I do have a few. Um, I don't know if I started 2015 with any specific New Year's resolutions, but this year I did. Okay. First one, I want to save money. Now, not just in general, like, oh, you know, don't spend money on dumb stuff because, you know, where are we without spending money on dumb stuff? The idea this year is to save up to a certain amount of money. Now, I have a very specific number in mind, Mm -hmm. and maybe like every month or so, you know, I'll give a recap of just percentage-wise how how close I am to said goal. Okay. But I'm definitely trying to save a a good amount of money. This was predicated on two things. One, whether or not I want to think about putting a, a down payment on a house by the time I'm 30. Okay. I thought you were about to say like now. I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. Oh, Back no, 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 no. Come on, come on, come on. <laughs> the, only, the, only, the only relationship that I'm willing to get in 100% is you, is with you on the B flag. Um, but otherwise, <laughs> otherwise, everything else is up in the air. Um, oh, God. The, so I want to I wanna have enough money saved away uh, to potentially put a down payment on a house by the time I'm 30. Now I'm gonna be twenty. I'm twenty. What am I twenty six right now? I think. You tell, I'm, yeah. You tell me. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, you're twenty six. I'm twenty six. I got three and a half years to make this <laughs> shit work, right? And yeah. So I need to start aggressively saving, and I need to be hitting these benchmarks. Now, the way that my savings works is there's there's a couple of feeds into it, right? There was the um, I'm consolidating all of my four hundred one k's. Uh, across previous companies. I just never did it. Um, mm-hmm. I, I got to do that. I'm waiting for my Amex sort of paperwork to come in so I can set off the TD Ameritrade and consolidate all of that into an IRA fund. Uh, Ogilvy has been asking me to cash out my pension that I have with them, and I think I'm going to do it. I'm not going to lie to you. I think I'm going to do it. Well, uh, So it's a... how. I'll tell you no, the penalty. Yeah, I'll tell you the penalty. It's okay. It's a fifty thousand dollar a year pension, or rather, I think it's just fifty thousand um, dollars paid out when I'm fifty five, which is like kind of really? bullshit, right? Because it's not bullshit. I mean, it's great, but that money then won't be any use to me now if I can take uh, a portion of that money and a invested to get it to more than that right mm-hmm. if i were to cash it out now i would lose i think it's like a 75 percent tax 
It's a lot. But Yeah, that's a lot. But like fifteen thousand dollars or like twelve thousand five hundred dollars in my hands now mm-hmm. is a lot better than fifty thousand dollars in thirty years. I understand what you're saying. Yeah. And I think I would take that money and I would invest it in the stock market. Okay. Um, yeah, just to basically invest it yourself, you can turn you can turn fifty thousand dollars into fifty thousand yourself in that amount of time. Yeah. If you're smart with it. Right. And I think that so that's that's one bit. The other bit is I just opened up a four hundred one k account with, with my current company because they said mm-hmm. I was eligible, so I did that. And I'm going to be putting money away in a dream in the uh, that Barclays dream account that we do. Um, yeah. Definitely going to continue that, but I think I'm going to double my efforts every every month. So nice. I'm going to be saving twice as much. Um, and I think I can hit it relatively easily if I just stay on track. Yeah. And the goal is to definitely reach this number. Excuse me, and I'll let you guys know at the end of the year what that number what is. Not. And whether oh, I whether right. or not I hit it, um, so that's that's a big goal for me this year. That, that that that's big because it just requires a lot of discipline. Yeah, and it's something that I can't sort of ever let drop. Yeah. Um. Well, I, I really like that goal a lot, actually. Yeah, I think it's because I've I've gotten to a point where, you know, when I when I first graduated out of college and for the first few years out of college, it, it always felt like I needed to keep up with the Joneses. You know, other people are buying this, so I gotta buy this. Other people are going to this place, so I gotta go to this place. And then you realize nobody cares about what you're doing with your life. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like when you meet up with friends, you're never like, oh, what are you doing? Like, what do I gotta do that you, that you're doing? It's like, no. If if your friends are doing well, you're happy for your friends. You know, and if they're not doing well, then you're trying to figure out how, what you can do to help them. But yeah. although no one's ever like, oh, like you know, Sandy, Sandy just did this, or Reza just did this, so I have to be doing that. It's like, nah, like we're all grown ups at this point. You know, you gotta live your life to to meet the obligations and standards that you set for yourself, not what everyone else has set for yourself. And I think that does take just take time to after living to to get to that point. At least it did for me. Yeah. So, I feel you. so yeah. Um, so, the, so, the, so being fiscally and financially responsible this year, um, I, I'm hoping I can do. I don't. I, I mean, I'm looking at my closet right now, and it's like, you know what, dude? You you don't need no, you don't need no new clothes. You got all the clothes you need. <laughs> and so I've definitely sort of yeah. curtailed that back. I will be buying a new suit come fall because my friends are getting married. My 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 really close friends are getting married, and you gotta look good for that. Gotta look good for that. So that's, so that's okay. But, but otherwise, I'm really gonna start, you know, keeping the foot off the gas a little bit. Yeah. So that yeah, that's, sounds good. That's the first New Year's resolution. The second New Year's re- resolution is to continue eating well, eating healthy, working out, and trying to get my BMI um, and my body fat down to a very particular percentage. Um, if I can theoretically get my body fat percentage down to like sub, I want to say like sub 15%, like to around 12%, you know, God forbid, not God forbid, but like God willing 10%, that'd be ridiculous. And I'm not just throwing these numbers out, you know, but it'd be really awesome to, again, similar to the previous one, just 
utilize that patience, right, to realize that none of this is going to be achieved in a, in a day, a week, or a month. It's going to require a lot of dedication, and it's going to it's going to require a lot of just concentration and fortitude to get to that. And if I can prove to myself that I can do it, then, you know, that'll be, a, that'll be another huge win. Mm-hmm. Um, and the last but not least, I guess you just exercise more patience with people. Um, you know, I think the, the main theme between all of my new year's resolutions is patience, uh, patience in all aspects of my life. I've always been someone who, rushed into things who wanted things to always move really fast and I'm, I'm realizing that fast doesn't always correlate with good fast can be messy and i need to start thinking like i need to start measuring twice and cutting once a little bit more instead of just measuring once cutting it and being fine with whatever the results are sort of being yeah. more concrete with what the results that i want are and then making sure that my actions follow up and help me reach those goals. Those are the three major New Year's resolutions that I have for 2016, which is a lot. I think it's 300% more than what I had last year. <laughs> no, yours last year. Yours last year. You at least had the one where you wanted to drink more. But I do. And I, you know what? One. I got to put that on here too this year. I do. <laughs> I do want to drink more. And for those that don't know, uh, I don't drink as much as I used to, but some people would argue that I don't drink at all anymore. Um, they wouldn't be wrong. It's just a lot of my friends are really avid wine, beer, spirits drinkers, and it's just tough when everyone else is drinking and you're the only one sober in the room. Um, now granted, we all have our own vices, um, and we abuse those vices just as hard as our friends do with alcohol. But it'd be nice to appreciate wine or scotch and sort of, you know, hope that drinking more will grow some hairs on my chest and help me become a, become a true adult. Um, it's just, it's always interesting when you look at people who like drink wine and, you know, they're smelling it and they're smelling all these flavors and they're drinking it and they're breaking it down to individual ingredients I always thought that was really cool. Or someone who can just, you know, drink a, a scotch neat and just nurse it and not feel the need to rush anything. Um, I think there's really something really stoic and something really honorable and something like that. And I, and then but then to me the question is, am I doing it because I enjoy it or am I doing it because I'm a poser and I think it looks cool? Because then it's not worth really going after. But the jokey slash semi serious, I guess, additional New Year's resolution would be to drink more, which is a funny one because most people are trying to drink less. So, yeah. If you know anybody with my blood type and my liver type that wants a brand new <laughs> liver clean, like this, my liver is clean. I will gladly take a, a liver with like forty thousand miles on it. As if maybe it's maybe it's forty thousand, not liters of alcohol, because then <laughs> then your liver liver would be toast, but. Like, 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 I think that's a solid used car, right? 40,000 miles? Oh, yeah, for sure, man. So what about you? Do you have anything? Um, now, I know we talked about it right before the break, but is there anything that you want to reiterate for 2016? Any big things you're looking to? Um, so 
the the big one for me is make a lot of progress on my PhD thesis and I mean essentially finish it up really um, because this time next year I hope to just be in the final stages of my writing and preparing to actually do my public defense and my PhD so that's like the, the big one for me um, and I think I can hit that um, it's a bit of a stretch but if you know so long as I make a significant amount of progress on it that'd be great um, additionally, I also want to, um, you know, make strides in planning, planning my wedding. Um, Lena, I know Lena has been a bit you know, annoyed or upset or whatever it would be because I can't give her a concrete date or, or anything because I, I want to be able to, I want to be, I want to be done with my PhD before I get married. Um, the reason being that I hope that when I, you know, I, I want when I finish um, my PhD to just or when I want to get when I want to ma get married I want that to just be my thing um, I don't want to have to sit there and worry about the PhD and when I'm working on my PhD thesis I also don't want to have to be trying to plan a wedding at the same time and slow everything down on both ends because I can't dedicate enough time to either so um, I'm thinking that we, we should be able to get married in the spring of 2017 which will be, you know, maybe just a couple of months after I, f I think that I should be able to finish my PhD, but I think it should work out fine. Um, then there's always the one where, you know, you want to work out more. Uh, I haven't been as aggressive in my workouts and like dieting as I could be, um, but I've been mm -hmm. a bit okay with that as well. Um, over the last couple of months, so I have put on some weight um, after I got back from Seattle. Like when I was in Seattle, I definitely lost a good bit of weight. And I put back some of it. So I, I need to get back into the gym, put, take that off. And then um, overall, my goal is really just to just con is, is to just continue living a, you know, a healthy lifestyle. I don't feel like I'm too out of shape, but I would I, I definitely feel like I could be a lot more fit. Um, so as long as I can make some progress and get into the gym and do that, I'd be really happy. And in order to help with that, actually, um, Lena was was kind enough for one of my Christmas gifts. I can't remember if I talked about this last week, so you have to remind me if I did. But uh, one of the gifts that she got me was a year-long membership to uh, Planet Fitness, which is the gym that she goes to. Um, oh, that's so awesome! So I already have a, a a membership to to a gym that's you know local to me, you know, like five minutes from me. But whenever I go to her place, like if sometimes I'll want to go to the gym, but then, you know, I kind of want to hang out with her. We wouldn't have, we haven't like hang out, hung out in a couple of days. So I'll go to her place and then I'll kind of skip the gym instead. Right. Um, so what this will do is allow for me to go to, go over to her place and then we could both just go to the gym together. So neither of us have to miss the gym. We can both still spend time together and then, you know, head back to her place, eat dinner. And then, and then I can head home after that. Um, so, I think it'll be really good because we'll both be able to, you know, motivate one another to go. Um, I'll be able to go on the days that I go to her house and not have to try to plan around it or schedule around because the way I had done things in the past is kind of make Tuesdays, Thursdays a gym day and then maybe like Saturday or Sunday a gym day as well. Um, but I would have also liked to have had a day where I do like, you know, just cardio or something like that, you know, have a, maybe a lighter lifting day in the gym, but still add like a fourth day in there. And, you know, this is, this is like a, a perfect world because while I'm saying three or four days, I haven't really been going three, three days a week in about, I don't know, a month or two since, you know, things got busy with for me at school. Um, so I, I think that should be really, I think that should be a really good gift, uh, or a, you know, it is a really good gift. 
And I think it should be, I think it should be very doable for me to like, you know, get into the gym more, eat better, all that good stuff. Yeah, I think, I think it'll be about managing the expectations and the goals that we set for for the year and breaking it out into manageable chunks because if we sort of if you and I set our 2016 like January goal yeah as a step to our overall 2016 goal and we both reach that um and sort of you know motivate each other to do that I think we're going to be able to see massive results in 2016 yeah definitely yeah. So maybe that's something that we do. Like if we if we make it public on the podcast, yeah, and people can sort of there's that extra pressure, right? People gotta people will hold us to it because they'll say, "Hey, did you guys talk about that?" Sort of like what Bill Bird did with his uh, workout. Yeah. Yeah. What was he? At least three pounds we, every week, something like that. Yeah. Three pounds every week. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, he's obviously a, also a bigger guy, and his lifestyle was a lot uh, a lot unhealthier than ours <laughs> at the time. But maybe, you know, if we, we set some modest goals, it'll be a, a better way for us to to reach set goals and then to see the changes that we want to have uh, or experience in our life. For sure. I agree with you. Yeah. Um, maybe that's it. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Keep each other updated. Yeah. I hmm. feel like when you publicly post or talk about it, you know, you kind of, you, you don't want to, you don't want to come up short and at the same time that other person might kind of get on you like, hey, you know. I know you could have done this. I know you could have done better at this. So, you know, what were you doing? Like, why, why didn't you do it? You know, laziness isn't a great excuse. So, I mean, we can even make it interesting. Um, we, we can, we can make it like a, like if there's like side bets every month or something, <laughs> yeah, um, right. not like money, but like something like funny that we have to do. Yeah. Um, or something just to keep it interesting and to keep, and if we both reach our goals and we're, that we're both set, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah, well, let's see. Uh, we'll figure out a way to figure out some sort of system that we can create because I think this would be a great idea. Yeah. Um, considering we're about to start our first week of January, and I think this would be the the perfect time to sort of get going on this kind of stuff. Yeah, that yeah, sounds good. Yeah, well, I think that's it for me for for today. Yeah, I want to say there was something else I was going to ask you about or speak to you about, but I don't really remember. So I will. Yeah, I'll, I'll just call it here. Um about to head out and uh well not head out i'm actually stay in and watch sicario with my sister so amazing movie i can't wait to hear what your thoughts are on the movie yeah so all right well uh i'm resin i'm sandy thanks so much for listening we'll see you guys next week take care guys